Live from the News Talk WANI studios in Auburn, Alabama, this is Auburn Opelika This Morning. Auburn Opelika This Morning, News Talk WANI. Special appearance. As we had one of those council, it's that messed up month as uh, probate judge and Lee County Commission Chairman Riley kill me. Uh, Bill English joins me in studio as uh, judge. It, it's uh, it feels weird you're here on a Thursday. Well, as I said last night, we meet on a Wednesday once every two years. Right, right. And the law requires us to wait until Wednesday, eight days after the election of any member of the county commission. And we had two new members elected. And- we had two new members sworn in last night. Oh. Uh, we swore in Commissioner Tony Langley and Commissioner John Andrew Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, they took the oath, took their seat, and had their first meeting. Well, it, it's funny because November was weird this time around anyway because the first meeting y'all had at the first of the month was on a council week, and then you happened to do this two-year thing where you met on a Wednesday night, Yeah. so then we're meeting on a Thursday. So it was, it was a really strange month indeed. Before we get, to, uh, before we get to, to the commission meeting and talking about that, uh, it, it, what was the official turnout? Oh, take a voters? guess. You heard my prediction. Take a guess. Didn't you say 40%? Is that I, what, I was hoping, yes. That, that yeah. was your hope. Uh, I said... I always do this based on my polling location, so it, it, right. it's always skewed. <laughs> uh, I said... Thirty-three percent, thirty-two point nine. Is that? Is really? Yeah. yeah. So maybe my polling location was the was the benchmark of whatever it was everywhere else. Your precinct didn't hit that high. It didn't. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I saw uh, I saw cousin Lee at the precinct. He was working the polls. He was, yes, sir. He he is the one. As a matter of fact, I went right up to him. He checked me in. Did he? he? Did he? I used his record for a test. Something I was trying to mm. confirm on the poll pads. I was the uh, first one he had ever checked in because he had started and and uh, he was kind of standing behind and helping and at one point in time handing out stickers and he was watching the lady yeah. in front of me do it and she said, "Do you want to do this?" Since he knew me, she said, "Do you want to do this one?" So I was the first. I was the hey. first one that he checked and his Good. volunteer time as a, as a, as a poll helper. So uh, 32.9%, a uh, little bit lower than expected. State was 39. Okay. We are always lower than the state. Which is just odd to me. At least since the mid-80s that I've been looking at this. It's got to be the circle of people that I run with that everybody goes and votes because well, we got so many that don't. Part of it generally is the counties that have large university populations tend to have a lower turnout because mm-hmm. of the number of people who have been registered who used to live here who are gone but haven't been removed yet. There's a process to remove them, but it takes a little time. So mm-hmm. I guess that's part of what keeps us down. We you also have those that that don't register, like the students that come up here and never register in Lee County. They, yeah. they stay. See, that doesn't affect turnout. They're not registered. Uh-huh. Yeah, didn't even think about that. Yeah. So uh, I had about 27, 28,000 people voted Republican and about twelve to 13,000 voted Democrat. Okay. Just kind of a random across the board looking at what races drew the most. And no issues, no races on this ballot to generate any heat. Mm. You know, four years ago, the, the governor's race was a little more hotly contested than it was this year. And it, we were 44 mm. percent in this election four years ago. Okay. We were 33 this time. Um, I, well, do you think a lot of that had to do, too, with a lot of people just looking at the ballot and going, well, this person's probably going to win, so I'm just not going? Well, some of that, yes. You know, a lot of the national heat on the midterms, you hope, was driving it up. Mm-hmm. I always watch for the weather. And, you know, rainy day hurts turnout. 
It does. But we had good weather. Mm-hmm. I've run around thinking, man, this may help. This may help. Not just good weather. It's beautiful. I mean, I didn't even have to wear a pullover that day. Yeah. I mean, it was it was warm enough that it was a good day for people to get out and about. Uh, it, I know that we addressed it on uh, that evening, which we we found. I found. I don't know why I was surprised by it because I knew there was a backup plan, but you had a, a couple of uh, machines that weren't working properly, but there's a backup way to handle that. There is, and, and make sure your listeners understand this. The machine comes with a slot to put ballots in if the power is out mm-hmm. and the machine can't feed the ballot in. It's still part of the same machine. We put those in the slot. Once the power's restored, we can feed those ballots in. But we don't do that during the day because, and, and I learned this the hard way many years ago, got the machine power stored, another clerk and I down there on an knees, pillow in, ballot after ballot, and voters walk in and go, what are, what are they yes. doing? They're stuffing yeah. the ballot box. Yeah. So we gather all the poll workers, any poll watchers that might be present, at the end of the day, when the last voters voted, we then get those out and feed them all in. So they wind up being counted mm-hmm. the same way in the same machine. It's just we had one precinct with a wall outlet had a loose connection behind the plug, mm-hmm. and, and the power kept coming and going. It has a battery, and it had to run for a while, but it's not going to run all day. Mm-hmm. And it kept dropping off on us. And I think I think our maintenance guy actually fixed the wiring for them at that location. Hmm. So, you know, different, different things. Uh, had one machine that was not operated properly at the very beginning, and it took us... It's probably 10 or 15 after 7 before we had it correctly opened. Mm. Uh, but no machine defects in terms of nothing unanticipated. You know, some poll worker error. We have that every time. We got word that night, and I don't know what happened in Shelby County, but they apparently had some uh, They had some things that were, that were knocked out or that were out for quite a bit. But i got to say, hats off. We had 360 poll workers, man, that showed up at 6 in the morning. Went home at eight eight thirty at night. Mm. You know, we pay them a lump sum of seventy five dollars. I mean, it just those are civic minded folks. Hats off to them. Uh, they do it because they love it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and there's no doubt. We get a fair number. We had more rookies this time than we've ever had, mm-hmm. and that did lead to a couple of little issues that that we may try to forestall next time. We we try real hard to bring in any new workers in the primary runoff so they get mm-hmm. some on the job training while the turnout's very slow. Right. Because November, it, it's, it's hitting you pretty steady all day. So. Mm-hmm. But uh, we had 150 new volunteers. Uh, we apply. I think we used maybe 10 or 15 of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll get better. Yeah, yeah. I, I, as I said, no issues where, where I was, and so uh, I, I wish more people would exercise their right, especially that 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 32.9%. That's just lower than what I would like to see, but I get it. Uh, I do some quality control after the election mm-hmm. everywhere I go. Like here this morning, I'll ask. Last night at Jefferson's having dinner, said, hey, Bobby, how was your experience? Did, you know, did it, Was it quick? Did you have a wait? Were they nice? So I do a lot of asking mm-hmm. of the people I run into. I see Steve up there. I'm going to ask him in a minute. How'd that go? He was not registered again. Steve. <laughs> oh, my God. He hasn't missed an election in I forgot how many years, but he said it did the same thing as it did last time. As it said that he he was inactive. That's what it listed him as. 
Huh. So I'll, I'll talk to him about that. He, yeah. <laughs> he, and he, because uh, he, he, I think he brought that up to you the last time. Now he still voted. That's another thing, folks. If it does listen, you still vote. Yes, sir. Uh, that That's the thing is I think a lot of people hear that and they go, oh, well, then I don't get to vote and it doesn't count. That is completely false. That is, that is you do vote and it does count. And, and let me point out, inactive simply means most likely that the registrars have mailed a piece of mail to you that came returned to them. Mm. That's that's an automatic inactive. All that means is we just need to touch you when you come in and say, hey, fill out this little update for us. Let's make sure we have everything right on you. Mm-hmm. And then you get your ballot and you vote just like everybody else. So okay. it's not a not a problem. Well, then I do not know if he did that. So that'll be something you can ask him whenever. If he was marked inactive. Mm-hmm. He filled out an update form and he voted a regular ballot. Okay. All right. Well, good deal. Well, uh, we'll talk uh, commission meeting here momentarily. I'm going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about the Lee County Commission that took place last night, as as weird as it sounds, uh, with probate judge Bill English here on Auburn Open Like It. This morning, News Talk WANI. Celebrating 25 years of serving our community, this is Auburn Open Like This Morning. Auburn Open Like This Morning. News Talk WANI. Probate Judge Bill English joins me in studio. Commission meeting last night. We talked about voting, got that out of the way, all the election stuff that got taken place uh, last week. Also, again, uh, thanks to everybody that listened to us, and uh, thank you, Judge, for visiting with us uh, on election night. It's not like y'all aren't busy enough. We got a few of y'all. We got the... Got the high sheriff that got to visit with us as well with his talk about his campaign that he had uh, throughout the last four years <laughs> as he went unopposed. So uh, had a couple of y'all visit with us. It was it was an awesome night indeed. As we and we'll do it just about any election that we have. We'll have the coverage here and try to get as many guests as possible. But you mean the sheriff that got more votes on Tuesday than any candidate on the ballot? Are you serious? Yes, sir. <laughs> Most of the state level candidates were twenty six, twenty seven. A few of them were twenty nine thousand. Jay Jones got. 30,787 votes. If I'm not mistaken, as the only one to pass 30,000. As the only one on the ballot, too. It's not, that's, that's not like anybody was underneath him. So that yeah. People went out of their way to bubble his name in. Yes, sir. How about that? That's... That's something to hang your hat on. If anybody runs against him next time around, he can, he, he can use that figure and put it out there. Among some of us that kind of do this for a living, we, we kid each other a little bit about write-ins. He had 614 write-ins against him. Which might sound like a lot, but it's not comparatively. No. It, it, we see, I mean, here's 700, 1,400, you know, yeah, a lot I think of folks like to write in. Blessing for us is the state legislature changed that law a while back, and unless there's a race close enough that they could change the outcome, we don't even look at them. You don't have to count them. Yeah. You don't have to write them down. And you told me that, and, I, and uh, uh, coming into it, uh, or going into the election, you told me, I didn't know that. I'd forgotten that the law had changed because I was like, because I'd said uh, Odell was campaigning on writing yeah. Dean Odell. He was yeah. campaigning on it. And I, that's when I made that. I think I made that comment to you as I said, man. I said, now y'all got to go and count all those things. And you told, you told me, you said, no, unless it's. So how many write-in votes total? We don't know for who. But in the governor's race in Lee County this time, how many write-in votes would you think they were cast? In Lee County? Well, you just threw the number. I would say he probably, or that race probably had the most. I'd say 1,400. 375. Are you serious? That's it. Well, who had the 14? Didn't you say somebody had yeah, 1,400? different race, yeah. Huh. How about that? Well, he was the only one campaigning to write him in. Uh, so uh, that because I I'd wondered that, and then you told me you said no, no, they changed that law. Is if, if it's not close enough, you don't have to. Yeah. Um, I mean, they get you know they the writers get counted, but the names we don't have to keep up with. 
years back, we used to have to count them on election night and write them down on the oh, sheet on gosh. election night, going through the paper ballots by hand. Okay, so here's the here's the funny thing: is y'all were able to do that and still get the numbers in. in oh, time. 11, 12 o'clock at night. Well, I mean, you yeah. got Arizona that still ain't got theirs into this day. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> I mean, in today's world where we can find a lottery winner for $2.4 billion within 24 hours, we can't do that on election night. I tell a lot of folks, I studied Lee County. I don't even look at neighboring counties. Sometimes I sure don't look at other states. Mm -hmm. You know, Lee County law, Alabama law, Lee County elections, I'm pretty good. Other than that, yeah, I don't keep up. Uh, well, they're still counting over there. I don't mm. know if you knew that or not. Uh, mm. So they still haven't made a decision. So, hey, let's move on to the commission meeting and what all took place. As uh, you said, you got you swore in a couple. Did they go ahead and start taking notes and, and making making choices last night? When making they get motions sworn in? and voting. Okay, yes, how about sir. that? Yes, sir. We had our citizen comments. We had our pledge of allegiance and our invocation. And then the first item was swearing them in. Uh, Commissioner Langley won a contested primary and runoff. Mm. He did not have general election opposition. Uh, Commissioner Harris won a contested primary and did not have general election opposition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I told the crowd last night this was my fifth time to swear in John Andrew Harris oh, as County right? Commission District 5. Yeah. Hmm. And he had two terms under Judge Smith. So he's, uh, oh. He was first elected to that seat in 94. He did not run Gosh. for re-election in 18 because he ran for a different slot. Right. He ran he for re-election this year. Okay. I got you. Uh, so did that last night swearing in. That's Tony Langley he mentioned. He said uh, Commissioner Langley, Tony Langley, and John Andrew Harris uh, swore in last night. And then uh, and then you guys moved on into, into business. Yes, sir. And uh, starting with, I love how he comes in. He gives me an agenda, too, which is great. Uh, unpaid noise ordinance uh, violation. Yes, sir. We, we have our first violation written uh, for someone violating the noise ordinance. Uh, it's a civil violation. It's not a criminal violation. It wasn't a DJ, was it? Uh, no, sir. It was somebody who had a, I believe the words were concert-type speaker on the back porch and used quite a bit of vulgarity at the deputies when they asked him to turn it down. Oh, uh, I can't do that. About as harsh as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that made it into the uh, into the uh, report. Mm-hmm. Uh Violation was issued. They have a certain amount of time to appeal that. They have a certain amount of time to pay that fine to the county commission office. If they don't, we then seek civil enforcement through the court system. And so last night it was on the agenda to authorize the county attorney to take the next steps to enforcing the noise ordinance violation. Has this been a repeat offender? Has this been no, one that's been complained no, about sir. before? No. You know, we've had one that we've had a couple of yes, times on our agenda. What, that's, that's, why was, was, that's why I was asking if it was the no, same. Sir, that was, okay. This was one that I gotta tell you, looked at the deputy and said, You I mean I was surprised they didn't go to jail, frankly, but hats, huh. hats off to our deputy said doing outstanding. Keeping job. it cool. <laughs> it was a she too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even better. Yeah, that yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, you, you you can't do that. Uh we move from there to uh medical marijuana. We had another uh Business entity approached us asking us to endorse a resolution for medical marijuana production. The state medical marijuana commission is going to award five licenses across the state right. for what we know is vertical integration or end to end, everything from growing it to selling it, mm-hmm. uh, and for. An entity to apply, they have to have a resolution from their local government, be it city or county, that the government endorses it. Mm-hmm. 
This is actually the third entity that's approached us one way or another, and most of the members of the county commission are, are kind of taking a little bit of a wait-and-see approach here. Uh, we've not adopted anything yet, did not last night. We understand there's a deadline with the state, I think it's the end of December, for these mm -hmm. folks to apply. Uh, the current, the, the one on the agenda last night, has a current hemp farm that mm -hmm. is properly licensed by the state, and they're actually growing hemp here in Lee County, and they want to expand it to the medical marijuana. Uh, some some huge business model projections of the kinds of revenue that mm -hmm. would be. Uh, going to be a very competitive award by the state commission, not decided by Lee County, decided by the state medical marijuana commission. So, but we had a PowerPoint presentation, a lot of information, and we then had our organizational meeting, Ben, where we adopt our rules of procedure. Okay. Uh, we do that once every two years as the need arises. Uh, the previous rules stay in effect until we adopt the new ones. One significant change we made this time as a result of a change in a state law is we've now authorized participation electronically. Mm -hmm. If a member is ill, not just because they want to sit home and do it on a computer, but there's some very specific restrictions in state law that would allow a member to participate electronically if they're ill, as long as a quorum is present live. Okay. And as long as all present live can see the one on the computer, and the one on the computer can see all the present live. Everybody can hear everybody. It's a live, real time. I do a fair amount of my court that way through app like Zoom, mm -hmm. uh, where we all participate. All can hear, all can speak. It, it has the potential, but once again, there's some fairly significant restrictions that have to go mm -hmm. along with doing it that way. So we commission approved that last night. Uh, we made a slight move of a precinct. I asked okay. the Commission for Authority. The polling place in Marvin at the intersection of Highway 80 and Highway right. 51. No, exactly what you're talking about. Is a little portable classroom that we have to run by generator. We have a, to have a septic tank attached and pumped, and we have to haul water to it. Hmm. Borgard Fire has built a new fire station about half a mile north on 51 right there, and the county helped the pad, the construction pad for their new building. They're also planning to put a storm shelter there, so there's enough space between them. We're going to move our classroom half mile north, same building. Mm -hmm. It'll just have permanent power, permanent water, won't have to oh, that's awesome. run a generator for 14, 15 hours. Twice a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most of the time. And then uh, you got the holiday schedule. Proposed. Yes, sir. At least proposed. Yes, sir. Did it get approved? It did. Okay. It did. Generally, it's one day for most holidays. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if it falls on a the holidays on a Sunday, we grant the Monday. Uh, we did two days for Thanksgiving and two days for Christmas. But our holidays are New Year's, Martin Luther King Day, President's Day, Memorial Day, Juneteenth, Fourth uh, of July, Labor Day, Columbus Day, Veterans Day, Thanksgiving, Christmas. We need to adopt our schedule. That we don't get Columbus Day. adjusts two county commission meetings every year, Columbus Day being one of them. Right. That holiday is on Monday, October the 9th, so our meeting would be the 10th. Mm -hmm. So you and I will be talking about the 11th on your schedule later on. Okay. Sounds good to me. Judge, as always, I greatly appreciate it. Look at you. You're good at timing. <laughs> I told you six minutes. You went six minutes. On the dot, man. Can't can't beat it. So we got got Rex coming up next. Uh, we'll talk plenty with Ponder, with Lee Rex Ponder from University Ace, a helpful hardware place. Again, probate judge and Lee County Commission Chairman Bill English joining me as uh, we talk commission, we talk voting, and much more. And we'll do it again next month here on Auburn Opelika this morning. 
This is News Talk, WANI, Auburn Opelika, Alabama, USA. 